Welcome to the 86th episode of Solid Rock. I'm Nicole Blazik. Today is October 28th. Today I think of my father-in-law who passed away two years ago on this day. He was a wonderful godly husband, father-in-law, and Jaji to our children. He loved the Lord greatly and honored him with all of his life. He is greatly missed. How are you all doing? I hope you're all doing well. If you're in the upper Midwest, we've had the most beautiful fall. The colors are stunning and God is showing off in all of his creation. We have just recently turned the corner and now are in colder temperatures. The heat is on and now we're starting to bundle up up north. We know that winter is just around the corner. I know it's almost Halloween in a few days. If you have not listened to the Halloween podcast that we did in the month of September, I would highly encourage you to do so. It has been something where I have learned so much since studying um, the origins behind Halloween and learning the meaning behind Halloween that has greatly changed my life and it's changed our family's life forever. I wanted to say that I'm so grateful and thankful to have this platform to speak and to share about Jesus and to give others opportunity to share about what Jesus is doing in their life or ministry. I appreciate you sharing the podcast. The more people hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you or anyone you know is looking for a speaker for a youth or women's event, I'd love to talk with you. My email is nmblazc at hotmail.com. I don't know about you, but life has been really hard and really challenging. From illness to injuries to hospital stays, financial stress, emotional pain, friends pain, not to mention what is happening in our world. It sometimes can feel very, very overwhelming. Like there's battle after battle after battle with no end in sight. How about you? Maybe you're there too. Join me as we seek God's word for how to respond when things are just hard. The first thing that I do is we have to make a conscious choice that no matter what happens in my life or is I'm going to choose no matter what happens that I'm going to follow Jesus Christ. Even if my heart is shattered into a million pieces, I'm going to choose to follow Jesus. I will trust in his character and in his promises. It doesn't mean that you don't wrestle with the Lord. And let me tell you, it's okay. I want to say that one more time. This is something I don't think we talk about enough in the church, that it is okay to wrestle with the Lord, with what we're going through. He is big enough to take it. He can take our questions, our emotions, our thoughts, our petitions, our cries. I have wrestled with the Lord through many hardships. I have wrestled with my emotions, my trust in his character, that when the worst has been allowed, like the death of my 16-year-old brother or our four miscarriages or when my daughter was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, that God is still good. Through these losses and hardships, they don't change God's character and what he's promised in his word. Jacob mentioned in Genesis 32, 22 through 32, that he wrestled with God. He literally wrestled with God. God touched his hip and he forever had a limp. But God blessed Jacob because he didn't let go of him. He hung on until he blessed him. That is such a vivid picture that the Bible paints for us to envision in our mind. Jacob wrestled and hung on until he, till God moved 
answered and blessed him in his life. I don't know about you, but that's exactly what I'm doing right now. I am hanging on to Jesus Christ. I am holding on to his promises. I am hanging on even by my fingernails. I'm hanging on to him for dear life, trusting in our ever faithful father. I've read this quote, God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscious, but shouts in our pain. Making the conscious choice to trust trust Jesus through whatever hardship I'm going through has a ripple effect on those around me. People are watching how you handle hardships, difficulties, and tragedies. The death of my 16-year-old brother comes to mind. My brother was hit by a car when he was crossing the road on a snowmobile. He suffered severe damage to his brain and died three years later. Thousands came to his wake and funeral. God used my brother and the platform that he had given us to display who God is and that he is greater than our losses. We shared our hope as followers of Jesus Christ that this was not the end of the story, but it was just a see you later. We were able to share the gospel invitation to the people at the funeral. Many, many, many people were impacted by my brother's death and, how our, and saw how our family trusted God and how we dealt with it. We then had a basketball camp in his honor and shared the gospel each day we had a basketball camp with the campers. Many came to Jesus Christ through this. We are given opportunities to witness to the world, even in our hardships and pain, that God is good no matter what. It is well with my soul. Even if you do not feel it, many, many times, I have to tell you, I don't feel like saying it is well with my soul. I would have to remind myself of God's truth as I had tears running down my face and I would say over and over to myself, then God would start to imprint these truths on my heart and then I would start to feel it after a while. Is this easy? Absolutely not. I've been teaching our children that following Christ is not easy. Matthew 16, 24, Jesus then said to his disciples, anyone who wishes to follow me must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Our flesh screams when we hear the word deny ourselves. Everything within us wants to satisfy our flesh from feeling hungry to getting that new shirt that you've been looking at at the, at the store. We have to deny those things and put our faith that God is bigger than what we're going through or what our feelings are telling us. God is asking us to surrender all of ourselves and take up the cross. We know that the cross is a symbol of suffering, denying of self, sacrifice, and death. But this is what God tells us to do in his word. There's an idea that if we trust Jesus, that everything will go well in our life. This is a very popular thought in the church now, but that's absolutely not true. Look at the Apostle Paul's life. He went from persecuting Christians before he put his trust in Jesus to spreading the gospel wherever God asked him to. He endured great suffering and trials. 2 Corinthians eleven twenty four through 28 says, For from the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day in the deep. 
in journeys often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils of city, wilderness, sea, among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. Paul exemplified Matthew sixteen twenty four. This is what Christ is asking us to do. Another choice we make after making a conscious choice to follow Jesus is to worship, worship, worship. Worship takes your mind off of your problems and your hardships that you're going through, and it focuses on them, on the one who deserves all praise, and that's Jesus. It takes our mind off of it. It reminds us of the truth of God's character and how much he loves us. This has been something that I've been doing for a while and it has greatly helped me when going through hardships. It puts my heart in the right posture before God. A song that really ministers to my heart in these challenging times is It Is Well With My Soul. It says this in the chorus, When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roar, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to know, it is well It is well with my soul. I have a greater understanding of this song once I researched the person who wrote the song. Horatio Spafford wrote this song after he was a successful attorney and a real estate investor who lost his fortune in the great great Chicago fires of 1871. Around that same time, he lost his little four-year-old son to scarlet fever. Then thinking of a vacation to get away from it all, he sent his wife and four daughters on a ship, and he was going to join them later. The ship had a terrible collision and sank. More than 200 people lost their lives. His wife survived the tragedy. Horatio immediately set sail for England. The captain of the ship, aware of the tragedy, summoned Horatio to tell him that they were, that they were passing over the spot where the shipwreck had occurred. He thought about his daughters And these were the words that filled him with hope and comfort. This song that is written from the depth of pain and loss that seems absolutely unimaginable. I'm going to say that one more time. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roar, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to know, it is well, it is well with my soul. Psalm 46.1 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, whatever is going on in your life, I pray that you can come to the one who will help you through it and be able to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you and praise you. This message that you put on my heart has come from a series and years of hardship, trial, and pain. Lord God, and you have taught me to say it is well. It is well with my soul. Sometimes, Lord, it feels like we're barely hanging on. Just like the woman with the issue of blood, she was knowing if she touched the Father that she would be healed. And Father God, that's what we're doing today, Lord Jesus. We are reaching out to you, Father God. 
and we are reaching out to your garment, Lord Jesus, and we are trusting you, who is our refuge, our strength, our strong tower, Father God, the God who hears our prayers and answers them, the God who moves on our behalf, the God who uh, intercedes for us at the right hand of the Father. Oh, Jesus, we are trusting you today. We're coming. We're emptying ourselves to you, oh God. We're bringing ourselves before your feet, oh Jesus. And we need a touch from our Savior, Father God. We need a touch from you, God. Maybe it's healing. Maybe we need a restoration in our finances or our marriage, Father God. Or maybe we feel lonely, Lord Jesus. And we know that you say you never leave us or forsake us. Or God, maybe we're uh, remembering the loss of a loved one, Lord God. And Jesus, we need your comfort to wash over us when it feels like the pain is unbearable. Oh, Jesus, touch us, Father God. Touch us, Lord God. Let your word and your truth wash over us from the top of our head to the bottom of our toes. Lord Jesus, let your word um, encourage us and sanctify us and bless us, Lord God. We need you. We need you desperately, Father God, to work in these situations or these circumstances that we're going through, Father God. We need you to work, Father God, and we're coming to the only one who can. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for what you've done for us on the cross, for dying, taking the sins of all mankind onto that cross. Jesus, you suffered so greatly. You were tortured. Then you died. Three days later, you rose again and you did something that no one else has ever done. You rose. You rose. You are an alive and a living God who hears our prayers, who moves and answers on behalf of his children. Father God, I thank you that we serve and worship an almighty God who can do mighty things. You can do unimaginable things. You want to give us the abundant life, Father God. We're calling out to that God, the only God, the one who moves and loves and sees us. Father God, I ask that you would touch the listeners today. Father God, whatever they're going through, whatever hardship, whatever tragedy, Father God, they're going through. Father God, you'd meet them in that, Father God, and you would give them the sustaining grace and they would put their feet on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father God, that we can always trust in you, that we know that you work all things that were meant for evil and you turn them to good, Father God, for those who love you and are called according to your purpose. Father God, we trust you. We praise you and we thank you, God, for being an awesome and mighty God. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you all for joining me today on the podcast. It is my prayer that you come to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that you would be encouraged in your walk with him. May we stand on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. Until next time.